The following is paid commercial programming. Third-party rankings are no guarantee of future investment success. Working with a highly rated advisor does not ensure that a client or prospective client will experience a high level of performance. Investment performance is not an explicit criterion because clients' investment goals differ. These ratings should not be construed as an endorsement of the advisor by any client. Generally, rankings are based on information prepared and submitted by the advisor. Statements saying that we told our clients to be out of the market in 2008 referred to recommendations made by MMWKM's principals while employed at Eagle Strategies LLC. The team that manages accounts at MMWKM are the same individuals with that responsibility at Eagle Strategies and at Cambridge Research from 2009 to 2011. MMWKM was created in 2011 and uses the same exit strategy. A more thorough disclosure of the criteria used in making these rankings is available by contacting MMWKM Advisors, LLC. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Money Matters. And here's your host, Ken Moray. We're in the money. We're in the money. We've got a lot of what it takes to get along. We are in the money, the skies are sunny, an old man recession, you are doing us wrong. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to Money Matters with Ken Morayf. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morayf, and this is the show where we talk about everything and anything in the world of retirement planning. We talk about the stock market. We're going to talk about the jobs report, which blew everything out of the water. We're going to talk about Social Security. We talk about estate planning, income taxes, you name it. And we talk about it and try to have more fun than a human being should be allowed to have when talking about all of this boring financial stuff. And this week's going to be no exception because we have an absolutely fantastic show lined up for you. But before we go one step further, let me introduce myself. I am Ken Morayf, the host of Money Matters with Ken Morayf. Thank you, Jack. And I am... uh, Senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. Wow! I feel good. I do. And uh, <laughs> and recently, Barron's named Mua, your faithful host, one of the top 100 financial advisors. And uh, without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. So we are so grateful. And we work primarily with people who are retired or retiring soon. Our firm is called Retirement Planners of America, which is uh, why we do that. It's the name and what we do kind of line up there. Anyway, so let's go over with you what we're going to talk about on this, our weekly excursion into the land of retirement planning. So first of all, we got to talk about the jobs numbers, 379,000 jobs added. Wow. The number that was expected by economists that, as I think about it, almost never get it right, but be that as it may, they expected 182,000. So it's more than double the number of jobs that were uh, created. This is the rotation trade that I have talked about with you over the last couple of weeks. Uh, or I talked about last week that's beginning, and it looks like it's picking up steam. So we're going to talk all about that. Does it bring inflation? Are interest rates going to rise? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we'll, we'll put all of that in perspective. Now, also, one of the things that uh, comes up, it, it, I'll, I'll say it did not come up over the last uh, year, um, but it has come up many times in the past where clients consider, you know, should I, could I live overseas? 
you know, I want to go live uh, in Italy or I want to go live in Puerto Rico or, you know, somewhere. And uh, so, you know, what's, what, what are the things you should think about there? And I'm going to give you one tip that I think overrides all the others if you're thinking about it. Okay, so we'll talk about that later on. Now, as we do every week, since it's uh, super important and maybe one of the most important things when we're doing retirement planning, it's social security strategies. And so we're going to have more uh, uh, social security strategies for married couples. And so what I do here is I answer questions. And if you have a question about Social Security, uh, send it to me. My email address is ken at rpoa.com, retirementplannersofamerica.com. And uh, I will endeavor to answer your question on the air. Okay, so we'll do that for you. Now, also this week, I want to talk with you about what are the foundational things that we do in terms of our philosophy of how to manage money for our clients? So we're a full-service firm. We help our clients with their, with their income taxes, with their estate planning, with their insurance, uh, you know, we, with Social Security planning, as I just said, uh, Medicare planning. All that kind of stuff is what we do with our clients and, try to, and, and help them plan around that. But one of the things that we also do for our clients is we manage their money. And the reason we do that is because we want to worry about all this stuff so that you don't have to, and you can go play and enjoy your second childhood without parental supervision, your retirement. And so our philosophy that drives uh, managing money is that growth is important, but protection of principle is even more important. And the reason why I say that is because once you are within five years of retiring or you are retired, that 10-year period is the single most important decade of your entire financial life, in, in our view. And so, therefore, protection of principle is super important. And so I wrote a book about it, and I want to go over with you Buy, Hold, Myth number four, which says, hey, diversify your portfolio, and you're done. Just buy a bunch of good investments, diversify, and then go away and never look at it again. You're done. Buy, hold. Well, I'm going to tell you why that is a myth, and you should not do that in our view. All right, now, you know what, Jack? Most shows would stop right there. Most shows would say, you know, if we did just that, we have done more than a listening audience could possibly want from a financial show. Somebody stop me. Oh, don't you dare stop me, because on this show, do we only go there? No, we don't. We boldly go where no financial show has gone before. And therefore, at about 10 till, we're going to have our estate tip of the week. And this week, we're going to talk about equalizing your estate. So this is an example of actually a couple that I met with. And uh, one, uh, they have two children. One child is not very good with money at all. And they're very concerned about it being squandered. And the sister... She will never spend any of her money. She's the tightest uh, person they've ever met. So they're completely different, and they want to protect the son from himself, and they want to give the daughter liberty to do whatever she wants with the money, but they have money in IRA, they have money outside, and so how do we equalize the estate and protect it from the son from himself? So we'll talk about uh, those kinds of ideas with you later on in the show. So we have a fantastic show lined up for you, and I'm sure you're going to stay tuned for the entire program because you don't want to miss any of this. So anyway, let's talk about uh, the jobs numbers. OMG, 379,000 jobs. That is really, it blew the cover off of it. Um, As I said, the economists that I really don't think I can remember once in my 30 years of doing this, that they've gotten that number right. It's always been the expected number was way too high, way too low. I don't know how these guys, why do they pay them? Is it just to have a number so that we can talk about, oh, we missed it, we, we beat it? Anyway, 
the economists believed that we would get 182,000 jobs created. That, so 379 is more than double that. So what's going on? Well, we have what, what we described last week is the rotation trade. And what that means is that we're rotating out of the stay-at-home trade, which is all the stuff that people need when they're locked up at home. So that's why Amazon and Netflix and all those technology companies did so well because their usage just skyrocketed when everybody was locked up at home. Well, now there is light at the end of the tunnel. People are starting to say, I, I'm going to come out and go travel and do stuff like that. So that rotation into you know, the entertainment, travel industry, the restaurant industry and all that, people are starting to hire and, and quickly because they want to be ready for when everybody starts coming back. So we're seeing this, this increase and, pro and a lot faster than these economists apparently thought. Now, here's the funny thing that, that, that I love to watch. So investors are going to be wringing their hands. Oh my gosh, that's too many jobs. That's a bad thing. Wait, is it a good thing? No, wait, it's going to make inflation. Yeah, we're going to have inflation. Oh my gosh, no, that's going to be terrible because then the Fed will raise interest rates. I got to sell. But wait, if there are 370, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we're going to have lots of jobs and the economy will do really well. Okay, so I need to invest instead. And so it's just this, this, uh, this schizophrenic brain that happens in investors. It's just, it's, it's fun to watch uh, and, and detach yourself from it. So, you know, this week, if you look back at last week, it's like every day was like a massive up, massive down day, and it's because of that schizophrenia that's happening. And also, I'll give you one other thought. The Federal Reserve has said they will not raise interest rates until 2023. They've said it many times. And right now, the bond market is all, you know, everybody is like worried that inflation's coming and the Fed's going to raise interest rates before they said they would, and we don't believe you. So... The Federal, Chairman, uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Powell came out on Thursday and gave a talk, and he said, kids, let me just tell you one more time, kind of the George Bush read my lips kind of thing, let me tell you one more time, we are not going to raise interest rates until 2023. <laughs> and the bond market is like, we don't believe you, and, they're, and they're, 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 we've seen a lot of volatility in the bond market. My advice to those people, and as well, if, you're in, if you have bonds, don't fight the Fed. If the Fed is telling you they're not going to raise interest rates, don't think they're lying and you're going to and and you, and bet against that. Because when you when you fight the Fed, it's it's usually not going to be a, a good outcome for you. Okay. And and also think about this: if the Fed says they're not going to raise interest rates and then they do, think what that would do to the bond market and to the the stock market and to investors. It would freak everybody out. And not only that, but now the Fed would lose all credibility in the future because they said it repeatedly, we're not going to do it. And then suddenly they do it. Now, no one will ever trust the Fed again. And they can't have that. People have to trust the Fed. So if you're a bond investor and you're seeing you know, this, uh, the bonds being so volatile right now, I would not be selling my bonds because I think interest rates are going to skyrocket. The Fed is, is pretty much, I think, going to stay stable. Anyway, so what does that all mean? I think that uh, by the end of this year, we're going to see a lot of new all-time highs in the stock market. I think the bond market will stabilize once people settle in and realize the Fed's not going to go back on their word. And all of that, I think, bodes well for our investments. Now, having said all of that, I could be wrong. <laughs> what do I know? Okay, I don't have a crystal ball. I could be wrong. And the thing about it with the markets, as you all know, if you've, if you've lived long enough, 
it can something new comes along that nobody knew, nobody saw it, and 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 everything changes in the blink of an eye, and suddenly the market drops like a stone. We saw that last year with the pandemic. We saw it in 2018. We saw it in 2008 and Y2K. So always, in my view, have a plan to protect yourself from the downside. Always. If you don't have that, I think you're a ship without a rudder. Now, if you are over 50, retired, or retiring soon, then I want to, uh, to invite you to attend. We have a virtual seminar coming up. Uh, next week and uh, it's for those of you over 50 and if and if that's you then at the seminar we're going to talk about how to fight inflation in case it comes which it could also we'll talk about reducing your income taxes we'll talk about how to build an, an invest and protect strategy into your your investments we'll talk about when and how to take social security we'll talk about all kinds of stuff so if you're over 50 retired retiring soon then this seminar is designed for you so go to our website and uh, register it's at rpoa retirementplannersofamerica.com and we'll look forward to seeing you there all right we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to talk about hey you want to live overseas want to think about how fun that might be well here's some things to plan ahead for before you do it so stay tuned this is money matters and i am ken morafe this is money matters with ken morafe and of course i am your host ken morafe Thank you, thank you, Jack. And uh, I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America. And we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are within five years of retirement or who are already retired. So I love it. Yes. So if you're retired or retiring soon, over 50, then you are a wonderful, beautiful human being. And we would love to meet you and see if we can help you. Our website is rpoa.com. We podcast this show. So if you want to listen to it on your own time, at uh, your convenience you can subscribe to us on itunes and uh, we'd love to share some workout time or walking in the park or whatever it is that you do um our firm uh, was recently actually for uh three times uh, the financial times named our our firm one of the top 300 advisors and uh, we're very flattered by that but without our beloved and most valued clients we'd be nowhere so all you clients we love you we thank you and once again if you're not a client go to our website and learn about us we'd like to help you if we can our website is rpoa.com I want to talk with you about something that doesn't come up very often, and I would say over the last year didn't come up at all. <laughs> but it's it's kind of an interesting thing to talk about, and uh, I you know whenever I do this segment on the radio, I all of a sudden get all these reporters uh, and people that want to interview me about it and and write an article about it. So it's about you know living overseas. Yeah. So you know you you you. So let's fantasize for a moment. You want to live uh, in Tuscany. You know you want to live in Provence, or maybe you want to go live in Belize. Uh, you know Cabo. You want to live overseas. You know you want Puerto Rico. Uh, you know. And so what are the things that you should think about uh, before you make that move? Uh, because it's 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 a, a very nice romantic thing to think about, but you have to be realistic at the same time. Okay. So. Um, the first thing, of course, that you need to think about, in my view, is what medical, <clears throat> pardon me, what medical uh, facilities and infrastructure do they have, okay? Because if you're like 300 miles from the nearest hospital or the nearest doctor and, uh, you know, and you are of a certain age and you know who you are, <laughs> if that's you, uh, you know, you, you, it's important that you have medical uh, facilities or doctors or whatever uh, – close enough that if something happens that you can get to them. So that's that's really the first thing I would look at. Uh, the second thing that's interesting to look at is the exchange rate, 
Okay, so, you know, the euro, if you're going to be in Europe, you know, or whatever. So the exchange rate is something that maybe you don't think much about because you live in the United States and we have the dollar and we go all over the country and nothing changes. If you go overseas, there's the exchange rate could work against you, meaning that, you know, the dollar could fall or the dollar could rise. And that makes your purchasing power in that foreign country more or less, depending on what the dollar is doing. And so you could have a situation where, you know, I remember when uh, the British pound had spiked up and the dollar fell, and, and th that happened with the euro as well uh, a, a few years ago. And uh, people were actually, I remember I was in a grocery store line in, this, in, in, uh, in, in Paris, actually, and uh, the uh, clerk that was checking us out, she goes, ha ha, your dollar is weak. You guys are poor now. The euro is mighty. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I love you too, ma'am. <laughs> so make sure you look uh, at what the exchange rate could do to you as well. Uh, the third, the uh, third thing is the banking system, you know, because you need to have access to cash and money, and their banking system is important for you to think about. So let's go back uh, uh, a few years ago when Greece was in the middle of their financial crisis, and they shut all the banks down. None of the ATM machines worked. All the banks were shut down. There was no money. Oh, I'm so scared. Yeah, so if you're there and you have access to no money, <laughs> now what are you going to do, right? You, <laughs> so it's important that you know how the banks are. Now, the other thing to think about is being away from your family, you know, and, and you, it's, it's kind of romantic. I'm going to live in, uh, you know, Belize and all this and that, but then you are also away from your family, and I've met people that that became the reason why they ended up not staying overseas is they couldn't see their family. It was, you know, it required their family to travel and do all that, and their, you know, their kids work and have, and have kids of their own, and it's like not conducive. So your family situation is something else to, t to think about. And then finally, and this one's a new one that I'll add because we've never had this one before, and that is COVID. Okay, so you know, if, if, just imagine if you went overseas last year and uh, you wanted to come back into the country and they said, you know, the country that you are in is no longer, people from that country are no longer allowed into the United States. So now, guess what? You thought you were going to be there for a little while. You are going to be there for a lot longer than you thought. So that's something to think about. Here's, here's what I recommend when clients say, you know, they want to live overseas or do something like that. You know, don't sell everything, in my opinion. Don't sell everything and just move over there and then discover all this stuff. Instead, practice. What I would recommend is, you know, rent a place. If you're, you know, if you're going to buy over there, you might as well you have the money to rent too. So why don't you rent the place for six months or, or three months or something? And then while you're there, you'll discover, you know, what it's like to live there and all of that. And then, you know, I, I, I don't want to be non-romantic with you, but the romance, the bloom will come off the rose and you'll see what it's like to really live there. And then you may say, wow, it's even better than I thought. Or you may say, you know what? It's great, great place to go for a vacation, maybe spend some time, but no, I don't want to live here for the rest of my life or whatever. Okay, so I believe that you practice before you actually do it. And if, and, and if you do all of those things and you check all that stuff out, I think you'll make a, a, an informed decision. Now, if you are over 50, if you are retired or retiring soon, then this is... <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of you out there. I know that. 
um, then what I'd like to invite you to do is to go to our website. It's rpoa.com. And uh, when you're there, you can click on meet with an advisor. And if you do that, then what we'll do is we'll schedule a time to meet with you virtually. We're still not back in the mode of face-to-face yet, but we're hoping that's going to be soon. But for the time being, we'll do it over Zoom. And uh, what we'll do is we'll sit down with you and we'll go through and design for you a retirement cash flow plan. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to look at the sources of income you have, your expenses. We're going to look at your income taxes, your social security benefits. We're going to look at how much money you have, your cost of living. And we're going to help you to see if you, if you're wanting to retire, if you have enough to retire. Okay. So we, we want to see if you have what we call your magic number, the amount of money to support your lifestyle. But then also, if you're already retired, we want to look at do you, are, are, how are you invested? Are you overly risky? Are you not risky enough? Are you diversified? Um, are, you know, all that kind of stuff we want to work through with you. We want to show you how we uh, designed our invest and protect strategy, which uh, is designed to keep you from losing mass quantities in the next bear market. It's the one that we used in 2008 to keep our clients out of the stock market all year in 2008. And so we want to protect you from the next market crash if we can. Uh, so all of that will help you with. And then once it's done, we'll go over uh, with you the whole thing. And if you like what you see, that's fantastic. And if you don't, that's fine too. So either way, no charge, no obligation, and we will part friends. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. And you know what? Bogey is right. It is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. So go to rpoa.com. All right, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about social security strategies for married couples. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morafe. This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe. And of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, Jack. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So if that's you, if you're over 50, retired or retiring soon, we'd love to meet you. Our website is rpoa.com. And, uh, you know, recently uh, Forbes named our firm uh, Best in State Wealth Advisor, and uh, we're very proud of those designations when we get them from uh, outside parties who look at us and say something like that, We're obviously, but uh, without our beloved and most valued clients, we'd be nowhere. So uh, all you clients, we love you and we thank you. And uh, I want to talk with you in this segment about social security strategies for married couples, okay? So now, if you have questions about social security, you can do me a favor. You can send me your questions, and then I don't have to do any work. I can just use your questions on the air. You make There's no doubt about it. <laughs> so you make my life easy, and I answer your questions. It's a win-win, and uh, we have uh, real, real-life stuff. Okay, so here's the first question. Uh, I am 64, and my husband is 60. I have a minimal earnings record. So the question is, would I be able to claim my benefit now, and then when my husband turns 66 and files for his Social Security, can I switch to claiming half of his benefit? The reason why is because my benefit is less than half of his. Well, here's the answer. If you file now, okay, just remember, you're 60 right now. So if you, if you, if you filed now, then you would get about 87% of your age 66 benefit. Okay, so when you add on the spousal benefit, you'll be paid the difference between your benefit and the 50% of his. So the total will not be the full 50% of the benefit. So if you want to get half of his, then you need to wait until you are age 66 as well. Okay, so first, the higher earning spouse needs to turn 66, 
and then you become 66, and at that point, you'd get the full 50. Now, if you need the money before that, because you know he's not going to be 66 for a while, then you, what you want to do is, uh, is, is take it anyway, right, if you need the money. So, now wait, I, let me back up. I said you're 60 or 64, so you got two more years. That's why you'd get 87% of the benefit. All right, so my, this uh, question number two here. My wife is not covered by Social Security. Um, she is older than me and would collect spousal benefit only. Can my wife collect the spousal benefit? Okay, that's where you collect based on your spouse's record. So you want to get half of theirs if that's possible. So can my wife collect spousal benefit when I am 62 with the understanding that her benefit would be further reduced as I am under age 66? Is that even an option? Would she have to wait until I am 66 to file? Okay, so first of all, she can't file for a spousal benefit until you file for yours. Okay, that's number one. So until you're collecting, she can't get anything. All right, so that's the first thing. Now, you could file when you're 62, but that would leave you with a permanently reduced benefit. Okay, remember that. When you file, after a year passes, whatever you've done is permanent. Okay, so you have to be sure that you do it right. So it would reduce your benefit permanently. You, you would not get the higher amount that you would have got, gotten if you waited, but it would also reduce her survivor benefit, okay? So in the event of your death, the amount that she would get would be lessened as well. So keep that in mind that it, it also would not reduce her spousal benefit as you suggested in your question, okay? So that, it does not do that. So the spousal benefit is based on the amount you would have received had you waited until you're 66, Okay, so only the survivor benefit would be reduced in the example that you just gave. So what I basically, I don't know if anybody understood what I just said, okay, because I didn't. <laughs> it is so complicated that, you know, Social Security, it, it's mind-blowing. It literally is mind-blowing in my view. And, uh, you know, we put our uh, retirement planners through uh, a, a study program, and we, we certify them internally to make sure that uh, they are up to speed as much as possible with all the current laws and all the things with regard to Social Security and Medicare. It is incredibly complex. And even after all that, it's the six weeks of all of this and that, we still find ourselves having to look up answers for people when they ask because it's so complicated. And so I don't even know how a lay person who doesn't do this for a living could possibly figure out what the best way and how to do it and all that is. I just don't. And so therefore, this is one of those things that I would not do by myself. I would talk to somebody before I made my Social Security decisions. And if you've made a Social Security decision and you're within that first year, you have, you have an out if you did it incorrectly. So if you're within that first year of having taken it, uh, you, you can still talk to somebody and, and see if you did it correctly. And if you didn't, you can still get out of it. It's expensive to do it, but you can. So um, how would you possibly do that? Hmm. Well, maybe if you went to our website... And uh, you saw that we have uh, webinars on there about Social Security. We have podcasts about Social Security. We have articles about it. And we also have your ability to meet with one of our retirement planners and uh, go over your entire retirement plan, which includes Social Security, but it also includes your income taxes and it includes your investments and all that stuff. And uh, we will we'll design the plan for you. We'll do it all at no charge or obligation. And if you like what you see, that's fantastic. And if not, that's fine too. Okay. Wow. Wow is right. So take advantage of that. Click on meet with an advisor. We'll look forward to meeting with you. And if we can help you, that is just great. Okay. So it's at rpoa.com. 
Our, our website is rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about diversify your portfolio and your job is done. Wrong. Stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ken Morayf, the host of this show. This is Money Matters with moi, your faithful host. Thank you. And I am a senior retirement planner and founder of uh, Retirement Planners of America. We're a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work primarily with people who are over 50, who are retired or retiring soon. And if that's you, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. And, uh, you know, Inc. Magazine named us one of the uh, top 5,000 fastest growing companies in the United States. <laughs> yes, and they, they actually did that twice. And so we're very, we're, we're, we like to grow. We're happy about that. But we know that without our beloved and most valued clients, we would be nowhere. So all you clients, we love you. And we thank you. And uh, once again, our website is rpoa.com. If you'd like to see if maybe you might want to be a client. Um, one of the things that is foundational to what we, what we do for our clients is, <clears throat> you know, we manage our clients' money. We also... Uh, manage their uh, help them to plan their social security plan their insurance their income taxes their estate taxes all that stuff we do but when we manage our clients money one of the foundation one of the things that we start with is protection of principle is very very important because if you worked your entire life and you've accumulated what you have and now you want to retire and live on that money that money now becomes your source of income for the rest of your life maybe along with some other things but it, it's there and so now your investments are going from you not touching them, being allowed to, to grow over time, to now you're draining the tub and you want to keep it going. But if it drains out too fast, then you could run out of money. You have all those dynamics. You're a persistent cuss, pilgrim. Well, I am, Duke. And so I wrote a book because our philosophy is that buy and hold is incomplete. So buy and hold says that you, you buy a, a set of high quality investments, you diversify your portfolio, you rebalance periodically, your job is now done, okay? And you buy and hold forever. Now, the problem that we see with that is that you, you have years like Y2K, 2008, and many other times when even when you are diversified, what happens is that you still could lose a lot of money and it could still take a long time for you to recover it. And if you're living on it while you're trying to get it to recover, you're doing what farmers call eating your seed corn. You know, it, as it's going down, you're eating seed corn. And when, and when growth season comes, guess what? You may not have any more seed left to plant. So it's a very dangerous situation to do that. So one of the th conversations that I would never want to have is, is this one. So, you know, the, the, we diversify the portfolio. And, uh, you know, for example, in 2008, the 60-40 portfolio, the balanced portfolio, uh, went down approximately 37%. Right. So you're, you're, you're visiting with a client and they come in and they're all upset because I'm down 37%. I've lost, you know, I'm getting close to half of my money here. A third of my money is gone and I'm living on it. I'm distressed. I don't know what to. Well, I, I don't know what you're so upset about. Because the market went down 57%. You only went down 37%. You should be happy. In fact, you should buy me lunch. Let's go have lunch and you buy me lunch because you could have lost 57%, but the diversification saved you from that and you only lost 37%. <laughs> if somebody told me that, they would be fired on the spot. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? So here's the thing it is important 
to protect on the downside because many studies have shown, in our view, many studies have shown that losing money causes way more damage than missing out on higher returns. Okay, so you have to be careful. Everybody, I think, wants to grow their money. Okay, that goes without saying. But if your focus is on that, when you have retired, then I think that you are focusing on the wrong thing. Now, I equate it to, you know, football, where you have a defensive coordinator, you have an offensive coordinator. So when you are working, when you are uh, putting money into your 401k and you're doing all that kind of stuff, you're on offense. Because you're adding, you're putting money in. You don't need your investments to live on. So your, your paycheck and whatever, you're putting all money in over time. And what you're doing there is you are on offense. But once you are retired, I believe you are no longer on offense. I think now you are on defense. And what you have to defend against is inflation, okay, because that can erode your purchasing power. You have to defend against taxes because that can also take money away from you. You have to defend against bear markets, as I just described. You have to defend against yourself. The person you see in the mirror is sometimes your worst enemy, right? Your spending habits. You have to defend against your health, which could cause damage to your finances. So all of a sudden, you know, you're on defense, and you need to realize that, in my view, and design your investment strategy and everything around protecting and defending your money so that it can support you over the long term. Fascinating. Wow, Mr. Spock. And, and, and also very logical, I think. So uh, my book is Buy, Hold, and Sell. It is available on Amazon. And I'll tell you that uh, all the proceeds from the purchase of my book uh, the, the, that I get, we give to charity. And so... You can uh, buy a book that hopefully will give you some good insight and some good stuff to, to kind of think about and use in your financial life and also help charity. And uh, we've given th tens of thousands of dollars to uh, charity because of that. So go to Amazon or to our website and you can buy the, the, uh, the book on buy, hold, and sell. Uh, the, and we debunk many of the other myths that I think are not good for you. Okay, so uh, our website is rpoa.com for that. Now, um, I want to tell you that we have a seminar coming. We have multiple seminars is coming up next week. The one I, I think uh, I would like for you guys to attend, uh, you can go to our website and see the others as well, but this one is on retirement planning in uncertain times. Uh, we talk about in that seminar, virtual seminar, uh, in how to fight inflation. Many people are concerned inflation's coming with a vengeance here soon. We talk about how to uh, reduce your income taxes. A lot of people think that taxes are going to be going up here soon, and so you know, building a strategy around that is important, we believe. Also, we talk about uh, how to diversify your portfolio. We talk about strategies to protect from the downside. We talk about where to get income. So once you retire, how are you going to get income? Where are you going to get it from? Should you get it from your IRA? We also talk about the fact that the IRS... <laughs> Oh, man, I'm sorry, folks. That was loud. But you know what? That's how I feel <laughs> when the IRS comes a-calling. But the IRS wants to tax 85% of your Social Security benefits. We want to show you how to beat that if it's at all possible. We have all kinds of information that hopefully will help you, and it's all on our website. It's rpoa.com. I don't know how to say I thank you, except I thank you. Well, Frankie, you are welcome. And uh, while you're there also, uh, we podcast this show. So you, if you want to subscribe on iTunes, you can get that. You can also, uh, uh, like I said, we podcast it so you can listen to the show whenever you would like on your schedule. So all of that is at rpoa.com. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to pass on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. So stay tuned. This is Money Matters, and I am Ken Morayf. 
This is Money Matters with Ken Morafe, and of course, I am your host, Ken Morafe. Thank you, thank you, Jack. And uh, we're, uh, I am a senior retirement planner and founder of Retirement Planners of America, and we are a firm that specializes in retirement planning. So we work with the most wonderful people in the entire universe, and that's people. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Ooh la la! And that's people who are over fifty, who are retired, retiring soon. I think that it's just the most wonderful time of your life. You know, there are studies that talk that uh, have asked people when are when is the happiest. Uh, decades of your life. And, uh, you know, for, for the happiest decade of all, what do you think it is? It's when you're in college, right? It's your, in your early 20s. That, that, that decade is the happiest of all. But you know what the second happiest decade is of your life? People who are 70 to 80. That is the second happiest. And it's very close to when you're in your 20s. And I think it is because, as we say, your retirement is your second childhood without parental supervision. So now, back then, you had parental supervision. Now you get to enjoy a childhood. You're retired. You're enjoying life, hopefully. And you, don't, you can do whatever you want, right? You don't have parental supervision. So anyway, that's what we want to help you with. We want to help faci- facilitate that second childhood without parental supervision. That's what we're all about. Our goal for you is to have your money last as long as you do and for you to have financial peace of mind. And if we can do that for you, then we think we've done a good thing. And so our website, again, is rpoa.com. Now... This is the part of the show where we talk about passing on to your greedy, unwashed, undeserving heirs the fruits of your labor. And uh, this is an idea. I was talking to a a prospective uh, uh, client about this, and one of the things that they were concerned about is they have two children. One is a um, is a you can't trust them with money. I don't know what the nice word for that is. They're a spendthrift. And uh, so, th- and, and, and he's 30. And then his sister, who is 29, is very, very good with money. She's, uh, you know, she, in fact, she does, she manages money for uh, a business. She's a controller, a financial person, very good with money. So, their concern is the son. So, they have money in IRAs, they have money in non IRAs. And they, they were talking about, I want to split the IRA in half and give half to my daughter, half to my son, but I don't know how to do that because, you know, we want to put it in trust for him. And uh, so one, one of the down things about that is that if you name a trust as the beneficiary of your IRA, then it is very possible that a large tax bill will come due. So in the event of one, you know, upon death, half of it goes into trust for the son there's a lot of taxes that come due on that. It's all taxable income at that moment. So how do you do that? Well, you can create what's called a trustee IRA, but at the same time, you also have to name somebody to be the, tr- the trustee over that, which would be a sister, and you got problems with that and this and that. So what we looked at was equalizing the estate, okay? Equalizing the estate. So I want to tell you how to do that, but first, Jack, can you play it? I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care And though my pocket may be empty I'd be a millionaire 
And of course, that is Tony Bennett with Rags to Riches. And, uh, you know, the estate taxes and probate, they're designed to actually do the opposite, to take you from riches to rags. And we do not want that to happen to you. So every week at this time, we have our estate tip. So this week, we're talking about equalizing the estate. So the idea of equalizing the estate is that you want each child to get half in this example that I'm using, but they don't have to get half of everything. Okay, they don't have to get half of a house or half of a car or half of the IRA or half of everything. What you can do is you can, you know, put things side by side and give the IRA an example I was uh, using here to the daughter. Okay, give her the IRA, have her get 100% of that, but then give to the son the non-IRA money because that you can put it in a trust and you can put rules around it because you're concerned that he's going to spend all the money. Okay, so you don't have to you know, slice everything up in half, you can actually, now, sometimes it, it's not perfectly equal, you know, it may be a few dollars off here or there, you, you know, there's, there's, there's that issue. The other issue is, in the example I'm giving, is that if I'm uh, the two of them, I would prefer to inherit the IRA than, than a, a, a non-IRA, because if I inherit the IRA, I can keep it going for 10 years with no taxes on it, when if I inherit the non-IRA stuff, I have to pay taxes on that as I go. So there are some uh, considerations within that that you need to think about, but if you're concerned that uh, your child is going to spend all the money and you want to leave it in trust, for them, or maybe this child cannot manage money because they have uh, you know some limitations. Then you want to put it in trust for them. Then an idea for you again is to equalize the estate, put the uh, money into the trust for them, and give the other child the the, uh, the, the IRA. And uh, it's not perfectly fair, but you know life is not perfectly fair. <laughs> now, if you are over fifty and you are, and you are retired or retiring soon. <laughs> And I know there's a lot of you. Did you know that there's a, I think it's like 10,000 people a day are turning 65? That's incredible to me. But anyway, uh, if you are over 50, you are retired or retiring soon, then we'd love to meet you and see if we can help you. And uh, we have a seminar coming up. Uh, we have seminars. We have a m multiple seminars coming up next week uh, on retirement planning topics. The one that I think would be uh, very interesting if you are getting ready to retire or you're there already is uh, retirement planning in uncertain times. Okay, so we are in unprecedented times right now. I can say that with confidence. And uh, we want to help you to think about how to protect your money from the next market crash, how, when and how to take Social Security, how to fight inflation, what are the best ways to invest when inflation comes. We're going to talk about diversifying your portfolio, calculating if you have your magic number, which we, is, is the amount of money you need to retire on. Uh, where do you get your income when you are retired? We have a lot of information for you that I think you'll benefit from. So oh, dear. That's too wonderful to be true. Well, Dorothy, it's not too wonderful to be true because it is true. <laughs> that Dorothy. Anyway, it's uh, all of that is available to you at rpoa.com, rpoa.com. And also, if you'd like, you can uh, podcast this show and subscribe to this show online at rpoa.com as well. Well, you know what? This show is over already. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. We'll see you next week, same time, same channel. Bye-bye, everybody. Of course not. 
tell in the beginning. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any of the securities mentioned. None of this show's content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. Sound effects or anecdotes should not be construed as an endorsement of Ken Murray or MMWKM Advisors LLC. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.